Hey everybody, welcome back to Investing with Wesley. This episode is going to be a relatively quick episode. I just want to give you an update on some things that are happening in the financial world right now and how you could best prepare for it. So with that being said, let's get into it. Okay, so just a couple days ago, Wells Fargo, the bank, told all of its customers they would no longer be offering personal line of credits to anybody. And basically the reason for all of this, at least the reason that they gave the press, was that with all the bad press they've had in the past and with all the potential scams and shams that Wells Fargo has been caught up in, they're just trying to pull back for a bit, figure their own self out in a sense, and really recollect and reinvent themselves. Now I'm sure to a certain degree this is something they desperately need and is probably true, but it also raises huge concerns given the state that the economy and the markets are in right now. It goes without saying that as a nation, whether the government themselves, businesses, or you the everyday consumer, as an entire nation, we are extremely over leveraged when it comes to our debts. Now it very well could be that all these different signs are just one-offs and that I'm drawing conclusions out of nothing. But like I said, given the state that we're in as an economy, I really think this is more than just coincidence. As an example, Wells Fargo has shut down most of its automobile loans, most of its home equity line of credit loans, and now personal line of credits. Back in April of last year, you had Chase Bank no longer accepting any home equity line of credit applications. It's not just Wells Fargo or Chase Bank that's constricting. It is the financial institutions as a whole that are beginning to limit the amount of debt and exposure that they're willing to take on. And we've seen this happen a couple times in history, but the most recent times that is truly noteworthy when banks started to limit the amount of debt products that they're offering customers, remember that's how banks make money. So when banks are starting to limit the amount of offers and the amount of potential money that they can make, you know there's something seriously wrong. If we look back to the 2008 global financial crisis, we'll know that back then banks did the exact same thing before the markets actually started to crash. Because they're above everything with an eagle eye view as far as financial things go, they knew what was coming. So they started to restrict the amount of lines of credit and home equity lines of credit that they would offer to their customers. That way they were less exposed in debt. Now, obviously this didn't really pan out for them because most banks needed to get bailed out, but they still saw the crash coming and was trying to play defense before it got too bad. Now, when I say defense, obviously I mean defense for them. In no way did they do anything to actually look out for you. Now, like I said, I very well could just be jumping to conclusions, but seeing the exact same thing we saw back in 2008 happening today raises more concerns. Is inflation truly transitory like the Federal Reserve keeps telling us? Is this economic recovery that we're in a real recovery? Or did all we do is put a band-aid on a gaping wound? If you've watched any of my previous videos, then you'll know exactly what it is I think we're expecting. I think the Federal Reserve is just going to keep playing games with the economy and the stock market as a whole, and that's going to drive us into a season of stagflation. And obviously, once we're experiencing stagflation firsthand, then at that point, it is solely up to the government and the Federal Reserve to figure out what's going on and to figure out what the right thing to do is. They'll have the opportunity to let the market do what it does best and correct itself. Now, obviously, when this happens, the wealthy are going to be extremely upset because all the wealth that they have in the stock market is going to get hit, as well as you, the everyday consumer, are at potential risk as well. Because as businesses start to constrict, layoffs are probably inevitable. And as scary and depressing as this potentially sounds, it is exactly what the economy needs. We go through periods of high growth 
and through depressions. And it is just part of the cycle. The best thing you could do right now is prepare. The next bit of advice I have to give to you is true whether you're a business owner or just an everyday consumer. And that is figure your balance sheets out. Create a budget and limit as much debt as you possibly have. Don't open more lines of credit just because interest rates are at all time lows right now. Instead, focus on turning your reserves and turning your cash flow into paying off as much debt as you can. Now obviously fixed debts like mortgages are kind of okay, especially if they're below 3%. But any variable interest rate loans like credit cards or even non-asset driven loans like automobiles need to be paid off and need to be worked on. Now obviously if the layoffs of the 2020 pandemic didn't teach you anything, you should start with your emergency fund. Because in the event that you get laid off, you're going to need some of that savings to dampen the fall. Now I don't want to just teach you conserve, save, and constrict. I want to also encourage you to learn new skills. Learn skills that you could potentially use to turn a profit. Now if you don't have the entrepreneur mindset that myself or other people have, that's okay. It still pays to learn new skills. Because the new skills you learn could open up possibilities in the future with new jobs. So by all means, set yourself up with an emergency fund. Work on paying off your debts as well. But also be sure to invest in yourself. Learn new skills and learn new ways to potentially turn a profit and increase your cash flow. As an example, I've now spent over a decade learning all the investment, financial, tax, business, everything that has to do with money. I've spent over a decade learning and doing my best to master my craft. I've been thinking about creating courses tailored to exactly what it is you need to learn, whether it's business, taxes, investing. And I've also been thinking about opening up my availability to you guys for some one-on-one -on -one coaching. If any of those things interest you, then leave a comment down below so I know I'm kind of on the right track with serving you guys. Otherwise, I just won't waste my time doing it. And lastly, I just want to reiterate the fact that over the past 100 years, we've seen a lot of crashes, depressions, recessions, and so on. The market as a whole has always bounced back and always produced on average at least 10% a year. So don't go withdrawing all your money from all of your investments and don't go panic and hoard all of your cash. Especially with the amount of inflation we're due to see in the upcoming months, that would be the worst idea for you to do. Do not stress and panic sell your investments. Just take whatever cash flow you have coming in right now, use it to lower your debts, increase your savings, and learn new skills that you may or may not need in the future. I hope you got value from this video. If you did, please remember to like and subscribe because it helps this channel get out there and reach more people. I have a dedicated Facebook and Instagram account, so if you ever had a question, comment, or just wanted something addressed, feel free to reach out to me there. It sometimes gets a little hectic and confusing, linking and tagging everybody in the comment feed, so it's just more organized that way. Either way though, the choice is yours, and I'll see you in the next episode.